Hello and welcome to Connecting You to You Radio, where we tune in to receive the messages of health and well-being that are being broadcast from the soul. I'm your host, Lisa Warner, author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing. I show you how to heal your body naturally by combining your body's innate intelligence with the wisdom of your own soul so that you can break through the mental programming of limiting beliefs that cause disease and make healing your body and changing your life simple. Welcome. Welcome to Solution Sunday, where I'm going to have reverb for a moment here. Okay. Hello and welcome, everyone. Sorry for the technical difficulties. My my desktop and my Zoom are not working. They're not communicating. So laptop to the rescue. <laughs> so. So good morning. Today we have my very good friend Rachel Ann with us today. And we're going to be talking about reversing the hypnosis and restoring soul memory. <laughs> Rachel, good morning. Good morning, Lisa. Thanks for having me again. Uh, yeah, this is going to be fun after finally getting on. <laughs> oh my heavens. I I don't understand the issue. Technology is not my thing. If, if anybody <laughs> knows the answer to why my laptop will connect, but my desktop will not connect, I'm open to receiving information. <laughs> so we were having a conversation the other day and we were really talking about the hypnosis that has happened to to all of humanity where we have all forgotten really who we are having no soul memories and you know how this time in our human history we're starting to remember so what do you, what do you think about this this topic so far how are we how are we being hypnotized uh -huh. and, well, I think you just said I'm open. Well, one way is what we talked about the last time I was here with you and is, is the spelling um, and the words that are being used very precisely with specific intent through media and various other sources. Um, the uh, What you just said, oh, I'm open to, what did you say? I wrote it down. I can't read my writing. I'm open to receiving information and from day one, we're receiving, 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 and we don't mostly are not aware of it because we're not taught to be aware of it. We're not taught to be aware of what we are re receiving as opposed to what we actually are. Uh, yeah, we've been conditioned from day one uh, to pay attention. I mean, I was. I had to go to Catholic school and all that crap. Uh, excuse me. Can I say? I can say crap. Anyway. Um, <laughs> It's like, you have to sit here and don't talk and listen, and this is how it is, and that's that. And no, uh, no, that's not how it is. And uh, I forgot your question. But pertaining to the topic, you know, we're just, we're just so boggled down by all of these things coming in, this information coming in, these frequencies coming in, 
And we're not taught to know what our own frequency is as opposed to all these other things all around us. And once you have that moment of stop and, oh my God, oh, and have that just that empty space, that empty moment, just to be like, okay, this is me and this is the world. And there's a difference. Um, one of my favorite teachers said to me, um, keep asking yourself, who am I? And I was like, what? And it's just like, keep doing it. Now I, I get it, but you know, just keep saying, who am I? And that changes the whole time. It changes as it, it, I think it changes because, uh, mostly because we're more alert to who we are authentically, as opposed to being guided and strung along by all the exterior outside sources. Yeah, I think I answered your question, but probably more. <laughs> yeah, you know, when, when I was a really, really little girl and I would go to bed at night, I would become part of this just feel this vast expanse of love and light. And from that vast expanse, I could look at the earth and I could look at the history of humanity and I could see that where I was in that moment, there was only love, unconditional love. And then when I looked at the earth, and humanity, it was like everybody had forgotten. I could see that there really wasn't unconditional love on this planet. Our pets had it for, for us, but humans didn't have unconditional love. It's like, oh, you're being such a great kid. I love you until you do something. What's wrong with you? Why stop it? You know, it's like, whoa, wait a second. That's not unconditional love you know and you know i realized that the reality here on this planet is very 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 different than the universal what is is what is in the universe is unconditional love and light there's harmony and peace and joy and ease and everybody's getting along <laughs> Yeah, but that's not what's happening on this planet. So I think that we're really traumatized right from the beginning when, you know, looking out at the world and seeing wars happening and, you know, taxes and death and destruction and you know, pollution. And it's like, that's not the way life is supposed to be. Right. And then not to mention also the... Uh, coming in with like generational karma or generational wounds and generational traumas. And, you know, we carry those things because we're looping because this, this world has been designed to loop fear, death, loop, fear, death, loop, come back in um, instead of, you know, progressing. Many of us have, have been able to figure out how to take a step up and, and then come back in or, you know, but, uh, coming in with something I just realized and I was talking to you about the other day was um, I didn't just realize it, but years ago, a friend of mine said uh, that she was going to a meeting with um, that was associated with the veterans. And I was like, that didn't grab me. And cause I'm not 
military. It doesn't do anything. And I'm, I'm not affected. And then I went, ended up going to the meeting and I was blown away because sitting there listening to everybody's stories, even though I didn't grow up in a military environment, I realized how affected I was um, from like my great grandfather was in one of the wars and my, both of my grandfathers on both sides were in world war two. And then my dad was in the Korean war and to say that you're not affected by trauma, because many people will say that I'm not affected by trauma. Well, I didn't think that I was in that, from that perspective of being a veteran or war. I was like, Oh, I'm not affected by war, but yeah, we are affected by it. And you know, what, what would their lives have been like had they not carried what their experiences were, you know, as I mean, they, they experienced horrendous things. Um, my one grandfather was on, on Normandy beach and lost his eye, part of his leg. My other one was in, um, uh, Pearl Harbor when the attacks happened, he watched his boat just be blown up his, his, his mates be blown up. And, um, you know, what would their lives have been like, had they not had to experience that? What, what openness, what creativity could they have found? What could, what could they have been able to, you know, contribute from, from their, their divine sources within themselves to, you know, to, you know, just to breathe out into the world had they not had to experience all of that. And I just, wow, I sat down with it and I was like, oh my goodness, you know, I, I need to not have this. I need to learn how to become whole. I need to learn how to not be affected by these past life traumas, past history, historical events. And that's just historically, that's just, you know, from a veteran's point of view. Mm -hmm. And there's a million other perspectives that you can take on that. And to, to, um, it's just another means of, of, like you said, it's a hypnosis of sorts. Like it guides you in one direction where you could be guiding yourself in a whole other direction. And that's the key to guiding yourself, yeah. guiding yourself, manifesting yeah. your own life instead of having somebody or something else being the determining factor of how you live. Exactly. And, you know, when we look at, being children and being shipped off to school like we really don't have any say in that like we're we're made to go off to school and that's a real trauma I had like, to go to Catholic know, school and then I, poor, I made trauma. my poor son do it too <laughs> because of my the programming <laughs> yeah and both exactly people don't look at people don't realize like we are meant to be tribe you know we're meant to be raised by our tribe yeah it's the mother's job to keep us safe and protected for you know as long as possible and to be able to have the wisdom of the elders the grandparents the aunts the uncles the extended family you know having you know it says it takes a community 
well, you know, we're supposed to be living in community. Like that's yeah. our human nature is to be living in tribe. But, you know, our tribes, you know, they're all dispersed. They're, we are, we're not taught how to stay together as families. I, I would say that maybe some of these, you know, like just for an example, that my Catholic um, situation having to go to Catholic school I think I think unknowingly you know in an uneducated manner um, that they were trying to be a tribe but they're trying to do it from a space of being programmed in a specific way to be that tribe rather than being authentic in themselves and finding their true authentic nature and then coming to together as a community as a tribe. And I, I think that's the first step is to know what kind of tribe resonates with you, but you can't know that until you know who you are and what resonates with you in general. And to, to know who you are, you've got to break free of all of that programming and hypnosis. And you've got to say, you've got to get to that, that place where I, I say, you have to stop, just stop, stop working stop doing stop doing stop this stop all the things that you're doing stop for a minute i mean how many people on this planet have a moment to say i'm alive what does that mean mm -hmm. i mean that and just to, to stop and do that and then and then after doing that finding that pause and finding that space that you can sit in comfortably and really assess what does resonate with you what are you who are you and and then build from there so then you can have your community you don't exactly. have a whole lot of that kind of programming <laughs> yeah you know i i remember i remember a lot from my really early childhood and i remember knowing that going to school was the programming that that's where we got indoctrinated into the 40 hour work week and you know this is how you're going to spend the rest of your life is working you know and it was really traumatic for me yeah. and you know the first couple of years of school kindergarten um preschool or whatever like i couldn't function like a normal kid like I was glued to the side of the teacher. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want anything to do with any of this. I didn't feel safe. And it was, it, that was kind of what set the whole tone for the rest of my life. And, you know, I just figured there, you know, there's, there's something wrong with me because I can't function. Yeah. But, you know, nobody seemed to really notice anything or, you know, do anything about it. It's just, man. I remember really... going and my, I was very fortunate that, that my mom raised me to be very strong and she was very rebellious. So I, of course, as a young child, took that on too. So going into school, I was like, I am coming into school. And so I had all of that going into school. Um, and I was, when I was young before school, I was able to just go out in the woods and play. And, you know, mom was like, go outside. So we go outside. <laughs> And so that was, we had all of that availability, all of that um, creative uh, thought, um, 
behavior and you know at that time when we were so innocent and then once I went to school I was like walking in like I don't like this that's not right that I'm not going to do that and I got in a lot of trouble and so what happened to me it was kind of like the opposite I had that 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 knowing like things shouldn't be this way and I'd get in trouble and I'd get in trouble and I'd get in trouble and and that consistently that pattern happened for a long portion of my life until finally I was broken like it broke me down and I was like oh okay all right I'm supposed to do this I'm supposed to have a nine-to-five job I'm supposed to work I'm supposed to do I'm supposed to send my kids here I'm supposed to have this kind of a house I'm supposed to have this kind of a car I'm supposed to I'm supposed to I'm supposed to and then I'm just like uh until I for me I had that moment where I was like everything stopped everything shattered the whole thing shattered and I was like okay this is wrong now it's time to redesign it and now it's time for me to take charge it's time for me to say I want it differently and I'm going to make it differently and I don't care what you say I mean, of course, there's guidelines. I wanted to go about it in a way that was not hurting other people. I wanted to go about it in a way that was nurturing and nourishing to myself and to those around me. But I needed to start redesigning my life. And I have and I am still. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're simply groomed to believe the supposed to's. You know, when we look at, we're, we're not allowed to talk back, you know, talk back to the teacher, to question the teacher. So we're simply taught to give up our authority to the authority figure, whatever that is. And we're punished yes. if we don't do that. You know, if we question, we're punished. So we're were systematically by the system broken down into believing that we don't have authority and autonomy and the more that happens the more like the the less life force energy we have moving through our body because it just keeps getting we keep getting shut down shut down shut down and all those doors start closing and then reality starts closing in on us because we're no longer free to truly express ourselves. Yeah. And there's such simple little checkpoints for that too that people don't realize and or, or take advantage of on a daily basis. Like simple, just sit with yourself comfortably and notice how many muscles in your body are tense. That's not you creating that. You, you didn't make that up in your head. You didn't make that happen. That's a result of not being aware of your body and holding and storing. And so it's the same with our mind. Our mind is holding and storing all of this outside information or frequency or whatever it is coming at us. That's why it's so important now to, to take that pause and to do assessments of who you are, what you're experiencing. How would you like it to be different? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have Jackie, Catherine says, yes, knowing our own frequency protects us. I'm getting better and better at knowing what is not my frequency and not beneficial to my soul. 
that's huge. Congratulations, Jackie, because, you know, once we start to realize the frequencies that do not belong to us, then we can start clearing those things out of our energy field. And then we can start to emit our own frequencies, our, our authentic frequencies. And that's where all the healing happens because it's having all these discordant frequencies that causes the dis-ease. Yeah. And hang the body will hang on to it. And yeah. 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 They get stuck in our energy field. We're not taught to look at energy. We're not taught to notice energy. We're not taught that our entire reality is coming from this field of energy surrounding our bodies. That our energy is generating our reality. So the frequency that we emit is being matched by the law of attraction. And when we've got a whole bunch of other people's frequencies, you're not okay. What's wrong with you? You should have this other thing, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we're living from this frequency of fear and doubt and guilt and shame and what's wrong with me then that's what gets reflected back. And that's the life we end up living when we're not aware that there's a completely different way to live. And there's so much frequency right now, uh, so much information coming at us that Mm -hmm. we, we will hold it if we're not aware of it. And once your body starts feeling like it needs to be protected, that's another thing. My some um, after I finally realized, you know, I need to change things up. I sought out different modalities and different ways of being. And some of the people that I came across were like, "Oh, you got to protect yourself and carry this stone, or or shield yourself." And I'm like, "No, I never ever felt right about that." I was like, "No, doesn't it make more sense to be?" fully open and fully connected to everything because everything is under one creation. Everything is from source, everything, good, bad, ugly, blah, blah, blah. So if you're connected to absolutely everything, then nothing can hurt you because you're walking right through it in your own self, in your own authenticity. But if you're not open to everything, then like right here, you're like, I'm going to, I'm just not going to let anything in here. And then that starts to grow and grow. And that's why, you know, just sitting for a couple of minutes during the day and just noticing, or even at night before you go to bed, just just notice without judgment what's what places in your body are tense, the muscles that are tense. Um, I used to do a meditation with my boys um, when they were young because they couldn't sleep or because they had growth spurts or whatever. And they would start from, I would start from the toes and they'd be like, okay, let's pay attention to the toes. And let's just let them relax. Yeah. And we would work ourselves all the way up the body. And by the end of it, they're all relaxed and they're going to bed. <laughs> they're going to sleep. <laughs> but to do that allows you to release the things that you're holding that you don't even know that you're holding, just to become aware of it. And even if you can't release it, at least it gives you, um, it gives you a reference or a space to, to work on, to let go of. And then to start to be able to redesign your life and make it the way you want it. You know, what's causing this? What's making my neck tense every day? I wonder what what that's all about. 
and then you go out into the world the next day and you're like, oh, my neck's tense. Like, oh, it's that. That's what's making my neck tense every day. Okay, how can I change that up? Or, and if you can't change it up, maybe there's ways that you can not necessarily change it because whatever situation you're in, but maybe you can take a different perspective on it. And that in itself can change your mindset so that it's it's so you are creating it and you are taking charge of it instead of allowing it to take charge of you exactly you know when we have so much information coming at us all the time you know commercial after commercial after news story after you know gossip about you know all the things that come at us all the time we're in sensory overload most of the time and, you know, when all that information is coming at us, I feel that, you know, it starts the, the flow of energy backwards. We're here to imprint our authenticity on the reality around us. And when we're fully shining our light, then that light is moving outward and we are always protected because stuff doesn't come in when we're shining our light. Right. Exactly. But when we've shut down and, and we're not shining our light, then that's when everything starts coming in and getting in. And that's when we feel like we need to pr protect ourselves yeah. from all those incoming energies. And then we become so hard hardened that we're like we feel it and then we start to act it act hardened exactly. and then before you know it you're switched over and you you are that frequency that's coming in that you're feeling that you need to protect against and you're becoming that you're 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 contributing to it exactly and we we start feeling smaller and smaller and smaller and we get into that victim mentality right and it's like, oh, I can't change this. I'm powerless. I'm a victim. Why did this happen to me? And, you know, we get into that, that depression and poor me and, you know, bad luck. <laughs> exactly. So we start that downward spiral. Mm -hmm. And then we're, then we give up our authority because we start looking for other people to protect us and yes. other people to fix it for us. It's not why we're here. You know, right. we have everything we need right inside, but we have to look for it. It's not gonna, you know, if we don't look for our abilities, we're not gonna find them. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to our bodies, our bodies are designed to heal themselves. We have everything we need right inside. But when we are conditioned to believe that doctors have all the answers, we sit, we don't even look inside. We don't yeah. look to ourselves for any of the answers. We just run off and look to other people for all the answers. Right. I'm not a scientist and I'm not really one to study on on that level of um, scientific uh, language but i have a a deep feel in knowing that as as appointed stewards of the earth i feel that and i feel not think i feel that the human body has the ability of all the animal kingdom in one vessel but 
we are not allowed or taught or knowing of how to use that. The regenerative generative, um, abilities of starfish and salamanders and the eco, um, the echo, I can't think of the word, the, the dolphins, you know, being able to, to oh, uh-huh. um, you know, that and flight. I, you know, I just feel like we have all of that, but we aren't able to tap into it because of what our entire planet system has fallen into a hole. So really we're all in a hole. We've all fallen in a hole. Um, some of us are more towards the top of the hole. And <laughs> I, I don't think, and we said this the other day when we were talking, I don't think there's one single person on this planet that has not been uh, traumatized. Exactly. And they're not even aware. They'll say, oh, no, I wasn't. Well, okay. And you can probably get down to it or even programmed. You know, because even, even some of the best light workers on the planet are, are programmed in a different it's kind of way. Good. You know, yeah. it's how, how do you want to be programmed? Uh, what do you want or, or do you want to be programmed? I don't want to be programmed, but I know that I'm conditioning myself as well as other people conditioning me. So there's, there's that, you know, we're, we are programming ourselves. And so to take over, take over the exterior program or the outside program that's happening to us, I would much rather program my own self, my own self. And, and it all comes down to you taking control of your mind because our minds are so powerful that we we create these prisons made of our own thoughts. Our thoughts are like little, they can be, they can be jail cells. They could be bars, literally bars that you're holding yourself in with, or they can be incredible uh, creative sources that just, like you said, blast and and share and blast and share. And, and then it's like, it's like the, the best contagion ever, you know? Right. <laughs> um, I don't want to catch from contagion. I want to be contagion. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's really, um, you know, it's pretty insidious when you look and they call it TV programs. They call it that for a reason. Yeah. You know, yeah. when, when I remember when I used to watch the news all the time and my view of the world got really like really small because it's like, well, this is what's going on and this is what's happening. And, and it was just at one point, it just got so overwhelming. I started to realize that every single story is bad news. So for that one little one at the very end, that last 30 seconds of the little puppy and the dog or, you know, the like <laughs> saving Timmy from the well, you know, or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. It's like all these stories are negative. And I just started realizing I can't live like this. Yeah. And once I turned off the, the news, once I got rid of television altogether, tell a vision. It was like, oh, wait a second. They're telling us what they want us to create because we create with our belief systems. 
And when we believe that what we're watching is real and what we're watching, our bodies don't know whether we're watching some made up thing or some real thing. There is no difference in our consciousness. What we're placing our attention on, that's where we are in that moment. And that's what's real in the moment. So as long as we're watching TV and those commercial after commercial, there's a pill for that. Go ask your doctor. There's a pill for that. And just that subliminal programming all the time. And as soon as we get, oh, I don't know, there's a pain over here. I better go ask my doctor. Like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. It's like, once we start turning the TV off, that was the, that was the big shift in my life. Yeah. As soon as I turned that off and had time to just sit and be with myself and choose what I wanted to place my attention on. You know, not trying to just be entertained. Like, I don't want a life that I need to be entertained from, you know? Like, seems seems like our whole world is has turned to entertainment. Like, like, and it's like it goes right back to like the old um, medieval times where there's the court jester that came in and entertained, or you die. If you're not entertaining, you're gonna die. We're gonna kill you off. So you better be entertaining. Yeah. Right. But what you were just talking about, it, it's so important and, and it falls into, you know, your diet. That is your diet. You know, you don't, yeah. if you're trying to heal your body and trying to take charge of your body, trying to have a healthy lifestyle, it's not just the food you're eating or the things you're drinking. It's what you're exposing yourself to on a daily basis, um, your environment and your thoughts, because yeah. everything around you is you know, ultimately comes down to what it makes you think and the repetitive programming that goes on in your, your thoughts. If you're, if you have poor thoughts, constant, 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 poor thoughts. And now it's like scientifically proven that there's imaging on your brain that shows lesions. When you have repeating thought processes, there's these lesions or channels. And then there's also in the German new medicine, how those specific lesions lesions or channels in specific areas of the brain are correlated with specific ailments of the body the rest of the body so the brain is what starts it so feed it and and to do that what i i I learned through my yoga studies was um you know you're sitting there thinking okay what are you thinking about and then take that a step further and how do you know that's what you're thinking about who is it that's seeking you thinking? What is that that's saying, okay, this is what I'm thinking. My brain is thinking this. Okay, so what's that part of you that's saying my brain is thinking this? Like I can sit back right now and I can say, okay, Rachel's talking to Lisa. So what is that part of you that's that's aware that I'm talking? That part of you that's aware that you're thinking. It's not the brain doing that. That's, that's the, the real you. That's who you are. That complete, full awareness. Yeah. You know, I talk about, you know, body, mind, and soul. Well, the soul, that is who we are. It is infinite. It is eternal. It is everlasting. It is all-encompassing. And then the mind is a subsidiary of that. The mind is inside the soul, but 
most of us are inside the mind and we're not even aware of the soul outside. And we're just going from thought to thought to thought to thought to thought and going, oh my gosh, I'm just trapped in my own mind. I can't get my mind to stop. Constant chatter, 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 chatter. And I look because we live in this beautiful place where there's nature everywhere. You know, a lot of times I walk out in nature and I'll see people and they'll just they'll be on their phone. They'll just be talking and talking and talking, <laughs> just like completely oblivious mm-hmm. to everything that is around. Or I, I listen to people walking, you know, walking down the street and they're, they're obviously tourists. They're obviously not from here, but they're having the exact same conversation that they would have at home. Like they're not, they're not looking at the beauty around they're not they're not um ingesting the different area they're not inquiring about what else there is to do they're just having the same conversation that they have every single day just in a different surroundings yeah that's something that i wanted to bring up today too is like you know people um they go on vacation and they're feeling good on vacation because they're not stuck in the program of whatever their workload is or whatever their daily routine is that's been basically forced upon them they're out in a different they have something totally different and then they go home and they're like i don't want to go home i used to do it i'd be like i don't want to go back to all that well then don't redesign your life design your life so you don't have to get away from it all you don't have to have a vacation exactly live that way there's ways of doing it but you have to be able to stop and you have to be able to tap into your own creative abilities to create that world that you want and dumbing people down from all different directions is the number one reason that we're all living like that because we're not able to tap into our creative our creative abilities yeah they're taken or they're even the school systems have done, how many school systems have done away with arts, um, the, the theater, you know, no, because we need more math. Well, okay, some people need a little math, but, you know, it's not a one size fits all. Right? Like, how often do we actually utilize any of the math that we learned in school? I mean, really, on a daily basis? Uh, virtually never. On a daily basis, no. I I, I don't yeah. use algebra or calculus or geometry. Like, right. I've never used any of those. I've never had to figure out if a train leaves a station, go heading west. <laughs> like, <laughs> really, never needed any of that information. They have they have time schedules. If I'm on a train, like, yeah. you know, it's like so they simply program us to have all of these extraneous thoughts that really have no bearing on our lives whatsoever, other than the fact that they take up valuable real estate. (laughs) I think some people do use some of that. And I have to say that I did, but I used it in the, um, in the world that I was in. So I was, I worked with the government. So I noticed, I was like, Oh, I'm using algebra. Actually, it was good for something. Um, somebody who's in research could use it but the point is that not everybody needs that it's not a one-size-fits-all and there are people who need that creative ability they need more of it 
And some people's minds are naturally designed for that. Some people's minds are naturally designed. And it's not just their mind. It's the connection of all that, that creates that. Um, but they, some people are just completely designed to play with colors. You know, some people are designed to write a book. So some of the things that are being taught, yeah, you could say that they're useful on some levels, but the point is not for every single person and not to be crammed down somebody's throat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like there needs to be some sort of way for children moving forward to not be tested, but to be... Um, to be watched or you know to have a group of people watch them and in, in in a in a heartfelt in a heart manner you know wanting them to be nourished manner to say okay look at look at this group of children here this child here shows that you know they really enjoy working with colors this this child here does really well working with their hands this child here um, is very analytical and loves that. So why aren't there more people or more groups to guide these children so that they can take advantage of and be taught the things that nourish them and build them into who they are rather than making them be something that they're not? That's that. Exactly. I mean, it would change our whole world. Yeah. You know, how many... How many people grew, you know, were growing up saying, you know, I would really love to be in the theater. I'd love to be a singer. I'd love to be a musician. And then there's a, they're just shamed saying, you're never going to make a living at that. You can't do that. Right. You've got to get a real job. And it doesn't and so matter. Out, and they get a real job. I know. And they're miserable. Yeah. My kids were that way. I, I watched them and my oldest son, he might be on here today. He threatened, but <laughs> um, he <laughs> was so into skiing. Like, and I saw that and it's like his, he just was is so alive when he's skiing or doing outdoor activities. So he, that's what he does now. He's coach, he coaches kids and he's designed his life for himself. He coaches, he's whitewater raft guide. He loves to be outdoors, taking people on tours out in the snow, out in the wilderness. And that's his, his way of being. That's who he is. That's what he wants to do. And I did everything I could to help him be that way. And my oldest son, he always like was science oriented and study. And he's, I always joke, he was born an old man with a pipe in his, in his mouth. Because <laughs> he loved to read. He loves to read. He loves to study and see how things correlate and you know, so I always nourished that and gave them as much as I could to help them grow in that way. And even standing up to the system, standing up to the school systems, I took one of them out of school and put them in a whole other school system because they could not do and could not be who they needed to be in those school systems. Actually, both of them had that happen. Andrew couldn't ski. He was going to be kicked out of school and expelled. Carter was being pushed aside for his intelligence i don't know if i'm supposed to mention my kids on live here but anyway <laughs> he was intelligent and he was basically sitting in the corner and he's like mom i'm bored mm -hmm. i'm like all right well let's find you something else so he did and it nice. just it, it it's that's what they need in order to grow 
Mm -hmm. I'll keep watching them grow. <laughs> See if it actually helped or not. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's based on my programming too. If you want to take it a little bit further, that's, you know, my programming and what I experienced, I'm passing along to them in a way like, okay, I experienced this. I don't want you to experience this. So I'm going to try and do it differently. So in that, in, in a way, that's kind of a programming as well. But yeah. I'm trying, I try to be aware as best I can. And I try to, to come from a place of um, a perspective that's nourishing and helpful. And I guess that's, if, if we could all do that, you know, that would make a difference too. Yeah, you know, and so much of what um, society is based on is, you know, the systems, whether it's the school system or the medical system or the legal system, all of these systems, you know, when we look at what really, you know, our, our human nature is to not be part of a system. It, the, the system that we're part of is the natural ecosystem, yeah. the system of nature. And most of us have absolutely no idea how to survive right. in nature. Like if we were taken outside of our village or our city, wherever we are and placed in the wilderness, most people would perish because they have no clue how right. to build a build a shelter forage for food we, we have been so completely disconnected from nature yeah that it's really really um it's harmful to to our soul yeah because it is. we're not meant to be disconnected like this we're we meant to live nature. in symbiosis yes. with everything yeah. and that's where we will have our greatest abilities and powers when we can connect and like i said earlier when we first started we were designated to be the stewards of the earth humans are to be the stewards of the earth to take care of nature but how are you going to take care of something that you're not even connected to you know, you're exactly. connected to a concrete block over there instead yeah yeah we've never been taught to be stewards of nature stewards of the earth we're we're what's modeled to us is that this is just some big dead rock going through space so that we can just rape and pillage take everything we need take everything we want don't worry about take, you know <laughs> clear cutting consume. the rainforest or, it's like consume, consume, consume. normal yeah yeah consumerism is not helpful no, because it's actually we are being consumed when we look at it. You know, yeah. it's like our living life force energy is being consumed. It is being drawn out from us. The worse we feel, the more that life force energy is being drained from us. That's why we feel poorly is yeah. because we don't have all of our living life force energy. And this is where the, the dis-ease comes from is when we don't have enough living life force energy moving through our body, it just coagulates, it shuts down, and we starve, basically. Yep. And it's like you were saying, the analogy, Kate, you were talking about earlier, how, you know, when you're able to go inside of who you are, see who you are, be who you are, be that authentic person, as opposed to that 
that um, hypnotized, programmed individual. You're blasting outwards. And when you are blasting outwards, all of that can't come in and get you. And when you're blasting outwards, you're, you're helping, you know, you're, you're changing, you're connecting, you're connecting to the nature, you're connecting to other people. And, and that's where, that's where the magic is. Exactly. Right. And it's like, when we're connected to all these things, all of these things are helping us. They're all adding life force energy to us. When we connect to the earth, she's a big body, right? Like that's a lot of energy that is here to support us. But if we're oblivious and we're not connected, then we can't get the support that we need. You know, we're these beautiful beings of light. This is who and what we are. We're here to shine bright. But through all that programming, it just systematically shuts our light down and we become dull and depressed. And it's so, so it's, easy. There, it's yeah. so simple to allow yourself to get to that connection, but you have to do it. Stop, exactly. sit, breathe. Yeah. Breathe. So simple. Follow your breath. Understand, you know, just sit. It's not some complex breath technique that you have to do you just have to sit and breathe or lie down and breathe mm -hmm. so simple but you have to do it yeah and you have to really realize that there's power in that you know it's like we're not just sitting there just to breathe just to breathe but it's like we're really moving energy we're moving living life force energy and we're using our consciousness to balance out the body, to balance out the energy field, to reconnect to our true nature. And when we start to do that, we start to realize we are far, far, far more powerful than we've ever been led to believe. And that it's our light that's our power. And our light is far more powerful than any pill on this planet yeah definitely right but as long as we're as long as we're focused on the pills and protecting ourselves and trying to prevent some disease from happening yeah we're not in our power as long as we're broken or shattered we're not having all those little pieces of ourselves being whole. And when we're not whole, we can't be that solid beam of light. And, and even the word light, like um, when, when I'm in my best tip-top shape, I feel light. I can jump off a rock or jump to another rock. And um, yeah. I remember I had an injury on my hip and I had hip surgery and was a whole year I couldn't run I couldn't jump I couldn't hop but it was because mm -hmm. I was told I couldn't or shouldn't you shouldn't sit like this you shouldn't you'll oh you'll never be able to sit cross-legged again you'll never be able to do this you'll never be able to do that well I am and once I took that once I moved past that barrier that I was told I shouldn't be running 
I remember the exact day that I did it. I was with my son and we were down in, on the beach in Florida and I ran up the beach and I went, oh, I'm running and it feels so good and I'm not hurting myself. It doesn't hurt and I'm not dying. I'm running. And after that, I just started to build more and more and, and the lightness and I, I practice yoga and that's one of the things that I teach is find that lightness, find that space between your striations muscle, find that space between where your arm meets your shoulder and create lightness in there. Breathe into it, make it light. Don't hold it like this. Just make it light. Lightness isn't just a, a, a made up creative term that, or just based on energy. Lightness is real, physical make your body light exactly because we that is who and what we are we are light and when way. we're exactly but the more darkness we take on the heavier and denser we become so it's really about getting our light to shine again and that's where that's what is healing <laughs> this is the entire basis of healing Healing isn't about fixing our bodies because our bodies are not broke. It's about connecting into our light and becoming light again. And our thoughts. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you think about how, how do you feel when you see something that's considered light, like um, a bunch of people laughing, as opposed to seeing a bunch of people being killed? It's simple. Right. It, it really is all simplicity if we allow it to be that simple. Exactly. Yeah. And the willingness to become masters of our own minds, yeah. to become the observer of our thoughts and the chooser of our thoughts. Yeah. We're far more powerful people. <laughs> The soul is the solution. We are the soul. We are these beings of light and love. It's who and what we are. And our true nature is harmony and peace and oneness with the world around us. But we have to take that step. We have to make that happen again. We have suffered the fall of consciousness. We all have, all of humanity, but now it's time to raise back up. It's time for us to remember who we are, take our power back, and become healthy, wealthy, wise, and happy once more, living on a beautiful, peaceful planet where everybody thrives, everybody flourishes. This is what we're designed for. And this is what's possible. So it is. So it is. Exactly. Rachel, thank you so much for having this conversation with me today. Thank you for putting up my with the pleasure. technical difficulties at the beginning. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me here with you. Uh, it's beautiful. We look forward to Rachel and Rachel and I and our friend Shannon, who's also been on Solution Sunday. We're going to be creating some magic for everybody in the next few months. So stay tuned because we've got lots of really cool, beautiful, simple, powerful things coming up for you guys.
They're very, very accessible, very affordable, and lots of fun, and lots of healing is going to be able to happen. So, so Rachel, thank you again. So for anybody that wants to reach out to you, how would they reach out to you? Um, through you for now. I have websites and stuff, but I shut all that down a few years ago and I'd have to make sure that everything's back up and running properly before I divulge that information. <laughs> you got it. So anybody that wants to reach out to Rachel and get some some advice, some some healing techniques, some breathing techniques, all kinds, she does all kinds of amazing healing work. So simply yeah. shoot me a note. You can find me at connectingyoutoyou.com. And look forward to hearing from everybody. And until next week, create for yourselves a great week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Connecting You to You Radio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Are you ready to discover more about how simple healing your body can actually be when you do it from the higher wisdom of your soul? To learn more about what I do and how you can work with me, visit connectingyoutoyou.com and get on my mailing list to be the first to know about my latest offerings. If you'd like to interact with me on Facebook, please join my group, Soul Sourced Healing. Check the show notes below for these links and more. I hope to see you again next time on Connecting You to You Radio.